Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Truth, 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 edition of blacklisted radio it is so good to be back so good to be with you it's the ninth day of december 2018 as we round up the year it's been a tumultuous year and of course there's a lot of stuff going on since the last time we did a show that i feel has to be discussed here of course the passing of george herbert walker bush untimely and i'm sure that most of you who've been watching the mainstream media are either enthralled with the pageantry that goes into uh, the passing of a U.S. president, or you're probably pretty tired of hearing people pay a lot of lip service to uh, George Bush Sr. So we're going to talk about him. I have to eulogize him in my own way right here on Blacklisted Radio. <clears throat> I'm your host, Doug Owen. My website is blacklistednews.com from which we curate most of the news that we talk about. We have a wide open platform where people like you, yes, you out there, can call into the show. 800-313-9443 is the number to talk to Ken across the glass there. Producing the show illustriously, and we want to thank Ken for doing so. You can tweet at me. BLN Radio is the handle. Usually during the breaks, I look at your tweets and see uh, what kind of feedback we're getting. You can also text the show. It's a very convenient way to uh, maintain anonymity and put your thoughts on the only so much, though. Google knows who you are. So <laughs> when you text us, Google knows. They know everything. But other than that, their algorithms may be reading it. But um, for the most part, uh, what aren't they? What isn't Google involved in? So uh, we have the text line, 512-222-3067. Over the target, under the radar, as per usual. Now, we'll get to George Bush because there's plenty of things to say about him. But, you know, one of my monikers uh, is that it's hard to keep a good mob down. And that's what we have in France. I am glad to see people resisting the oppressive nature of the state when it comes to heavy-handed taxation and you know basically a failure of the, the the social contract the fabric of that contract where the state no longer really provides goods and services for the people not even protection per se but it becomes the parasite so you have a lot of people that are very upset they have taken on yellow vests in France and in your vehicle, you're uh, required to keep a yellow vest just in case your car becomes disabled. I wondered where the yellow, what the genesis of the yellow vest was, and uh, doing some researching, came to find out everybody has one. So, um, this is organic. This is not U.S. state or uh, I think New World Order sanctioned uh, whatsoever. This is not State Department approved rioting, which 
you know, it's better. It's better when it's not a massage staged coup like you had in the Ukraine and so many other places under George W. Bush, a.k.a. Panama. Anyway, um, back to this. So you have average citizens who are, by and large, pretty centrist. I mean, this isn't something that's a a social construct of the liberal left and a bunch of students that are protesting because, you know, the bourgeoisie, because they are upset. This is average French people that are deeply, deeply resentful of what Macron and his Macronies are um, instituting. Of course, they've had to go through austerity. Of course, the EU has had France in a ringer. If there was any country that lost, it would be France in the grand picture of the uh, creation of the European Union. And we do have reports, some interesting video that you can find at blacklistednews.com of EU army styled uh, military vehicles that are uh, engaging the populace, trying to restore order, which is... um, um, what just very telling because of the insignia. So, you know, we've talked a lot about the EU army, the formation of it, and uh, it's like nobody call it an army. You know, it's it's a very scary thing. Now you have lots of military leaders throughout the EU that are uh, clamoring for it. It's one of the things that uh, Donald Trump would like to help <laughs> facilitate. Financially, and that is the creation of an EU army. But that's down the road. So, you know, when you look at Francis Macron, um, he's the embodiment of the proverbial new world order. He is a leftist. He uh, believes in the United Nations, all of the creation that came from World War II. Um, he believes pretty staunchly in the same exact things that uh, the Bush crime family organizer George Herbert Walker believed in and talked about so many times. Uh, case in point, his thousand points of light speech, a liberal democratic order is what most of them like to call it. You can call it what we have today, the old world order, the new world order, the, the fruition of which uh, remains to be seen. And we are seeing a, like I said, not a not a uh, a, a right or anti, um, you know, somewhat uh, specifically, you know, angered group. Really, whether it's the right, the far right, the left, the far left, uh, these are centric people that are demanding change. So, um, you know, one of the problems is that there is no central unified organization that is that is running these riots or these populist protests uh, against the state for which the state can negotiate now who's the leader of this <laughs> it's really hard to negotiate when they've already decided to uh r- relax or at least for the mo- moment put a moratorium on these new outlandishly heavy taxes that are uh, crippling the middle class. I mean, quite literally, uh, you know, they are paying, you know, 12, 13, $14 per gallon. Imagine that in the United States. 
you know, they buy it by the leader. It, it could be even, it, uh, larger than that with these new taxes that are being added, you know, like the value added tax, other European army taxes that are on their way that, uh, you know, has been a, a mainstay of uh, mainstay of Donald Trump's uh, platform, and that is getting these countries to give the military-industrial complex more and more money. So, like I said, I mean, it, it definitely warms my heart to see this popular rejection of some of these ideologies that, for the last decade or so, I have uh, talked about and um, vehemently uh, argued against. On this program. And so, you know, Joe Public, Joe Frenchy is, um, you know, catching on. And regardless of how much indoctrination through liberal colleges, and really, I mean, you know, you just had Macron just a few days ago talking about how uh, that, that nationalism isn't patriotism and, uh, you know, paying a lot of lip service to the the, the 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 troika and the, the central uh, powers that be and more central government that is uh you know at the end of the day it's just ruining average citizens livelihoods and uh, pissing people off you know and it, it, i mean it's a good metric because you can push people so far and when you see how far the taxation and the the uh, misallocation of wealth has come um, to uh, it's no wonder. So it's definitely not your average riot, not your average revolt. It's definitely much more organic, which makes it makes it very, very dangerous. Now I've seen estimations of two thousand to three thousand people have been arrested in some of the drone footage and looking at the just the the, the chaos on the streets is. It, it's surreal to see this in a modern day, in a modern police state style society. And um, the the fact that the government has tried to give concessions and tried to walk back some of the things that were uh, the fuse for the powder keg, people are still on the streets. Uh, they are still uh, very upset they they feel maligned by the state and are acting in a very physical way. So, um, you know, it, it, there is something to be said for putting your body, you know, on the cogs of the machine, and that's what people are doing. I mean, to see the um, the brutality, the pepper spraying, the uh, macing, and I'm sure. Um, I haven't scoured through all of the video, but you know, using directed energy weapons, sound cannons, all sorts of uh, new uh, technology that the French people will be buying more of. I mean, this is also a boon for the military-industrial complex. Hey, see, can't control your government, can't control your people. You need more weapons, and by and large, you see how much of that's used against their own populace. Much, much more uh, necessary to have. Rather than for foreign adversaries like the Russians. Anyway, um, interesting piece. EU army deployed to Paris to crush French Revolution. Um, yeah, here violence continues. Stores are looted. Uh, protests over taxations escalate. 2,000 arrested. This is from Michael Mish. 
more than a thousand arrested. This was from yesterday afternoon, so we're seeing how that is uh, increasing ever more. But because you have such a populist support, it's going to be really hard for the state to to justify the heavy hand. It's real easy uh, in this country to divide people on those who protest because primarily we usually only see the left protesting uh, in large form or fashion, especially in a violent way. I mean, you know, conservatives, I mean, I guess they do protest, but um, they're <laughs> just much more uh, passe about it. You know, it's much, it, 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 not as many things burn. They're not nearly as violent and seeking a violent solution as people that, um, well, I, I, on left, you know, you just don't see the uh, that that kind of anger, and it's not to pick pick at anybody to say you're better than that person or the conservatives are better than those. Those are just you know observations. They're anecdotal. I just uh, I'm sure there are a lot of angered. I mean, you could say maybe the the Charlotte, but I, I mean by and large conservatives, not radical groups that are you know um, interested in their own. In their own agenda, but I'm talking about strictly um, people that are protesting. I don't know uh, leftist policies. Um, I mean, look at how many people have gone to bat beating each other up over Trump's Hollywood Square or star <laughs> there in the square. And you're like, wow, wow. So those kind of people are definitely much more outraged. I don't remember too many conservatives trying to burn. Obama's, you know, Chicago mansion and occupying his his uh, estate just didn't happen. Anyway, lots of that. Um, there's an interesting wrinkle in the new negotiations between uh, the U.S. and China, which up to a week ago we were getting word were um, going quite well. That there was a moratorium on tariffs. And that uh, U.S. auto companies, of course, we heard about Ford, I think GMC as well, uh, laying off people. Government motors <laughs> were upset. Donald Trump, you know, talking about wanting to slap them on the wrists and reminding them that the U.S. taxpayer gave them a lot of money. Well, you know, when people say you're a fascist, you know, economic fascisms where when you have people in the government uh, extorting companies to do <laughs> their bidding – uh, when they, you know, excoriate them. Now, you know, I don't think Donald Trump should be impeached for it, but it speaks volumes about how I believe the government shouldn't be so involved in um, private business. Although, you know, when you start looking at Google, I have an interesting article, um, uh, you know, looking at the social networks, the conservative purge that has happened. Uh, across those networks, and um, you know now the renewed discussion about whether or not they should be the morality police, and uh, the the writer from the Nation actually makes the case that the Congress should be re- regulating these um, these entities as public utilities, and um, looking at you know their influence into U.S. elections and the like, which you know. It, it pains me. It pains me to say, well, I think the government should get involved in Facebook because quite honestly, I am a, a complete libertarian and I believe that the 
the power of Facebook derives from the government, not because of the the uh, you know the advantage it has over the marketplace. But we can get into a lot of that. So, rigged game has a really interesting piece from Moon of Alabama. Neocon sabotage Trump's trade talks. Hawaii or Hui CFO taken hostage to blackmail China. It says it right there in the headline. CNN reports that the White House chief of staff, John Kelly, is expected to resign soon. There have been similar rumors before, but this time the news may actually be true, and it was. Uh, that is bad for Trump and U.S. policies. Kelly is one of the few counterweights to a national security advisor, John Bolton. We all know Bolton. He wants to bomb, 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 bomb Iran. His replacement will likely be whoever Bolton chooses. Uh, that will moreover control Trump policies further into the hands of the neoconservatives. It was Bolton who a week ago intentionally damaged U.S. relations with China. The U.S. Justice Department arranged for Canada to arrest the chief financial officer of Hawaii, Meng Wanzhou, who uh, was arrested over alleged U.S. sanctions violations with regards to Iran. The case is not over uh, the sanction Trump recently imposed, but over an alleged collusion with the sanction regime before the nuclear deal with Iran. Uh, the details are still unknown. And, well, Meng Wanzhou is a daughter of the founder and main owner of Hawaii. She's a CFO and was groomed to be his successor. The company is extremely well regarded in China. It's one of the jewel pieces and with 170,000 employees and $100 billion in revenue, an important political actor. So this is kind of like going after Mark Zuckerberg. The French just arrested Mark Zuckerberg. I don't know. People at the State Department probably would be a little upset. I don't know if they'd be so outward about their message. China has a, a message, and that is return her now, please, and no thank you. <laughs> we, this is not a good deal. Now, is this of Trump's doing? That's really the question. Did Trump know about this and was there approval? Now, in the halls of justice, you would think that the president of the United States would not be privy to any of this information because the FBI should be doing what the FBI does. You know, you don't want a, uh, a J. Edgar Hoover type president that is using it, uh, the, the, the infrastructure, this apparatus. Uh, for his own personal bidding that you know we had comey testify this week about that i started thumbing through some of the um testimony that has now been made public or at least this is what they've put out there saying that he said um but you know the the the, the notion that the obama administration intentionally targeted uh then candidate for uh, the Republican Party, uh, Donald Trump, 2016 candidate. Um, you know, we've, we've seen Paul Manafort, who, I mean, he's a fixer. Who knows all the dirty things that he has put his hands into. But, uh, uh, of course, the form, he, he's got problems. And Mueller said that he lied. He lied. So some of those deals are off the table. But now they have Michael Cohen and Trump's on Twitter disavowing that uh, <laughs> loved him 
Not so much anymore. All right, guys, quick break. Back on the other side. Plenty more coming your way. Don't go anywhere. It's Blacklisted Radio. Attention RBN listeners. Dr. Ignatius Piazza, founder of Frontsight Firearms Training, and fate have come together to allow RBN to run another fundraiser till the end of the year. We didn't really expect this opportunity, but thankfully, it's here and running as you hear this. We've set a goal of 500 donations by the end of the year, which averages around six per day, seven days a week. When you realize all the folks listening to RBN all hours of the day and night, we think our goal is realistic and extremely critical to keep RBN on the air. If everybody listening will seriously assess their ability with firearms and then take advantage of this opportunity, we feel our goal is very conservative. Please take the time to look over FrontSight's website to get an idea of an amazing facility and the world-class training that's going on there. If this interests you, you likely will have like-minded friends that would like to know. Tell them. If for some reason some listeners are not personally interested, consider sons and daughters, close friends, nieces or nephews, top-valued employees, inform club members, share the opportunity with police and fire departments. It's not too early to plan Christmas presents for special people. This fundraiser has come in an extremely critical time for RBM because the dire need for equipment upgrades. We're running on the spare tire currently with no money to fix a flat, and the fuel gauge is bouncing on E. This is one of the most valuable ways you can help RBN financially because you get commander lifetime membership value that is 50 times your donation and can be passed on forever. How many times during life do you get to leave a legacy? See more details and contact info on our webpage, Republic Broadcasting. Org, and thank you. Many people write us about their experience with Extendivite. Allow me to read you some from Amazon.com. This product is superb. I have been taking it for about a year now, and I can feel my cardiovascular system run like a Swiss watch. I definitely recommend this product for anyone that has high cholesterol, high blood pressure, and heart palpitations, A+. It's potent, but it works. I have been waking up for the past three years with numb hands, and a week into using Extendivite, my numb hands seemed to have cleared up. My circulation was off, and now it's back on track. So I'm happy. I feel so energized, and I have my husband on it now. My mother-in-law has cholesterol problems, so I bought her a bottle as well. Thank you so much. Love the product. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. Call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extend Overnight. And I say, hey, 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 leave it like we're ready, Kate. Put my eulogy for uh, for uh, Poppy Bush somewhere. She said she saved it. Might have to wait to eulogize until the next break here. But uh, yeah, so we're just talking about this um, inconvenient little situation that's happened with the uh, Chinese CFO of Hawaii. However, people are saying it. I don't know. Hui, 
who we, who we, we got problems. Now, this is a blind side to Donald Trump as um, th- this article makes the claim as others have. And actually, um, and links here are pretty – I see some of the people in the chat room are like, moon of Alabama. Oh, my God. Well, you know, <laughs> got a lot of links here there to good information. So don't throw all of the good intel out with the bathwater because, you know, they are a little liberal. They do look at raw naked capitalism in a negative way. And, you know, I quite – you know, I am a – complete anarchist in the purest sense of it when it comes to philosophy. I don't know how well it works with a lot of people, just like, you know, the non-aggression principle. I like it. I get it, you know, trying to get people to willingly and willfully interacting with one another on a on a fair basis where things are above board. And I think that works with 20 or 30 really nice people <laughs> most of the time do you find something uh, that uh, you want to put your stick in the mud about anyway so believe you me I'm no lefty and I don't think that the Republicans or most of the people that tout themselves as conservatives or the party itself Mitch McConnell or Marco Rubio or Nancy Pelosi or any of these character actors you know Lindsey graham are any better than one another and i really put them all on the you know a pot of bile <laughs> that's why i think of most of these people that have brought the the machinations of people like herbert Hurt and walker bush to fruition right here in this country you know, i mean when we talk about the million point five you know, two million plus people that died in the Iraq war. Those people are not mentioned at all when you hear the eulogizing of George W. Bush. We're not going to talk about the setup of Noriega in Panama, which led to an oustering and uh, the BCCI uh, scandal, <laughs> the huge money laundering scandal, uh, where basically Poppy Bush allowed the cocaine to be financed and brought in through Floridian banks. We're not going to talk about Iran-Contra and how unpatriotic all of those very short-sighted and now looking at the crisis on the border. um, Really bad things that happened under his watch. We won't talk about uh, the day that JFK was assassinated and where he may or may not have been, according to receipts in Dallas that day. You know, that's one of the things I'm, I'm interested to see is now that Papa Bush is passed on, will they allow the JFK documents to be completely redacted? I don't know how many other players or participants in some of the uh, anti-Russian shenanigans there are still alive, how many operators need cover but uh, George Bush was there for it all. And, of course, he was a self-proclaimed Rockefeller Republican. And he, like many other powerful people in government and especially in the agency of which he was the head, uh, hail from the, the very well-to-do school of Yale, uh, of which he was a bonesman. 322, 
didn't hear a lot of people talking about skull and bones. And I mean, he was the head of the Yale baseball team. That's what people remember about Yale. <laughs> he was the he was the captain of the the Yale baseball team, which I guess is somewhat impressive, but not nearly as interesting as the fact that many uh, of the power brokers of modern day uh, went through those same initiations in those same halls and seems to be a fountain for uh, political leaders. Maybe not as interesting on the nightly news. So you know, when I, I look at Bush, of course, I'm critical of the Iraq war, critical of many of his misdoings, very critical about how he became who he was. I mean the – the Department of Justice and uh, other groups have uh, extensively worked to hide the very well-known at the time narrative that his father was a uh, German fixer and the millions of dollars that they received, um, although some of it had to be turned back over uh, to the the uh, state, but uh, they they made their money – <laughs> financing the Nazis. And, you know, it's probably not so popular right now. I'd love to talk about George Bush's paintings of soldiers that were maimed in his war that he continued for his father. People love that, and the left loves uh, W now. We've got a new movie which posts most of the blame for all of his indiscretions solely on Dick Cheney. Probably pretty accurate in that regard, and he was another puppet for George W. Bush and, uh, of course, the Rockefellers. Quick break on the other side. We'll continue to uh, this love fest with George W. Bush and much more right here on Blacklisted Radio. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. This is too good to be true, except this time it is real. 100%. No joke. How about a $25,000 membership to Front Sight Firearms Training Facility as a thank you bonus for a one-time donation to RBN of only $400? It is a Commander Lifetime membership with no yearly fees or dues. The training is free for the rest of your life with over 50 different classes. Then leave it to your designated beneficiary. You provide the approved firearm, holster, ammo, eye, and ear protection. Many features and bonuses are included, more than you would ever expect or believe. This is the ultimate graduation present, wedding gift, etc., etc., See the details. Go to RBN's webpage and frontsite.com to make it happen. You will hear this offer only on this radio network. Help keep RBN alive. Tell five. Many people write about their experience with Extendivite. Allow me to read you a few from Amazon.com. My wife and I both use Extendivite and are very pleased with the results. It has helped to stabilize our blood pressure and to make both of us feel healthier. Good product and goodbye. So far, so good. I've been taking Extendivite three times a day, only a short while now, but already I've noticed the circulation in my hands and feet improving. They tingle. I like the idea of taking something herbal rather than pills. I take Extendivite three times a day every day. 
I think this supplement has helped with my increased fitness regime and to lower my blood pressure. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. Call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. Welcome back. It's Blacklisted Radio. Talked to my lovely wife during the break and found my show prep here. And, you know, there's some details about George W. Bush that I wanted to share, wanted to convey that are not going to be talked about, especially on a mainstream show. People are going to give them uh, the they're going to demify George W. Bush. They're going to talk about what a great guy he was. And he was a nice neighbor. He was fun to play golf with. He was witty. He cared about the country. He was a guy that cared about the country. I hear that all the time. Uh, I like it. So um, anyway, we should you know, talk about the NW architect, former uh, President George Herbert Walker Bush. Um, and really, I think that what we're seeing in France that is taking shape across the European continent and is taking shape in this country is the death of his new world order government ambition. Uh, it's not working and I'm really happy about it. One of the things he should be best known for is the butcher of Baghdad. He was responsible for some 200,000 Iraqis during the first Gulf war in 99, which dominated, uh, was dominated by the most intensive aerial bombardment in the history of war. We all know about blowing up milk factories. Um, and uh, the like, not to mention the fact that he himself gave Saddam Hussein permission to invade Iraq. It wasn't a fabrication. Uh, it wasn't, uh, you know, some some uh, uh, <laughs> it, it was a fabrication. It was a created narrative. And Bush told the American public that Iraq had invaded Kuwait without provoking. provocation uh, and warning he omitted to mention uh, that he his US ambassador to Iraq April Gillespie had given effective green light to Saddam Hussein telling him in July of 1990 a week before his invasion we have no opinion on the Arab Arab conflicts like your border disagreement with Kuwait of course the Kuwaitis were slant drilling and pissing off Saddam Hussein, uh, with the complete blessing of the uh, George Bush administration. So 
I mean, that was a fabrication. The 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 lie, the big lie that he had was that you know Iraq did this. They had no prior knowledge, and you know, of course, at least they had the foresight to realize that there was no, there was no, there was no plan in place that you know to replace Saddam Hussein. Whereas in 2003, we just left. You know, well over a million people to die in the uh, the the melee that uh, was laid before them by uh, U.S. armaments. His uh, uh, great grandpappy got into the business, got into a lot of money. Uh, W's other great grandfather, Yale graduate Samuel Bush, was the president of the Ohio-based Buckeye Steel. Like Walker, Samuel Bush made his fortune during the First World War. By producing material for small arms, of course, it helped that Samuel became the head of the Ordnance Small Arms and Ammunition Section of the Federal Government's War Industries Board in 1918, right there after, uh, you know, 1913, just a few years after, uh, instrumental in being a power player. We already talked about his uh, his father, another bonesman uh, that uh, – um, Ran, ran, uh, uh, the, uh, well, uh, you know, was chased down by a U.S. Nazi war crimes prosecutor that, uh, uh, tried to, to nail, uh, his, his father for his misdeeds and, uh, running this holding company. Uh, there was a seizure of assets in 1942, uh, under the Trading with the Enemy Act, that Enemy Act. That has led uh, more than six years later to a civil action for damages being brought in Germany against the Bush family. We'll see if that ever pans out. But uh, yeah, Prescott was responsible for a lot, a lot of uh, probably U.S. deaths on his hands. Another interesting thing that I didn't mention was that Skull and Bones is really the foundation of the OSS spy agency, the predecessor to the CIA. Uh, there were so many secret society members in the OSS that Yale's drinking tune, the Whiffin' Poof song, became the agency's unofficial song as well. So a very highly connected New World Order operator. A lot of people talk about later in life he started groping people. <laughs> the Me Too movement has their say on George W. Bush, but by and large, all of their you know Hollywood uh, – you know, idols that they're sycophants for, you know, people like Sarah Silverman and oh, I could go on. I can give you a list of people that are held in high regard by these people I'm talking about. Doug, you say never to make generalizations yet. You're just doing it. That's, I don't know if you think that, uh, uh, talking a big game. And then as soon as somebody that has so much blood on his hands dies, you know, oh, let me give him a golf clap. Let me give him a golf clap. You're fake. You're fake, and um, I really, really hate it. Hate, hate it for you. MasterCard and Microsoft have a frightening new plan to create the universal digital identity. Now, you got to love the two players here. <laughs> of course, your digital identity, who you are. MasterCard and other banks, I mean, they want to be at the forefront of this. 
This comes out of fast company. Sometimes a business inadvertently drops the pretense and just tells the world its real intentions. We saw this yesterday when Amazon bragged about how it allowed an employee to lose hundreds of pounds by endlessly delivering boxes. Amazon Amazon saw this as a heartwarming tale about how great it is to work for the e-commerce juggernaut. Completely missed the subtext. Who needs a gym when somebody can physically labor for their corporate overlord and lose weight? That's right. You don't need a gym membership. We'll just work you to the the bones. Now we have another possibly darker example. MasterCard announced a new partnership with Microsoft that is tackling quote-unquote digital identities. Here's how the – uh, project it is described in its tweet voting driving applying for a job renting a home getting married and boarding a plane why do all of these what do all of these things have in common you need to prove your identity and with in partnership with microsoft we are working to create universally recognized a universally recognized digital identity and this is uh, at mastercard news now of course go back and look at all the tweets back to mastercard you can find a lot of other skeptics like myself that find this absolutely frightening. <laughs> I mean, appalling and uh, something that I don't want to be any part of at all. Now, MasterCard has it, it has it its way. <laughs> you will, we, I mean, right right now, I think you know your credit score. Some of these things are the the metrics of which you can do business. Now, um. It's horrible. I don't. I don't define anybody by how much money they can borrow, but those mu- those numbers are important to a lot of people, and to your insurer, your insurance company, your health care policy, your employer. Things like that do matter. Now, of course, some of you low liars, myself included, uh, like to operate outside of the system, and I get a lot of that. Well. <sighs> I don't participate in any of that crap. (laughs) It's not for you, my friend. It's for future generations to be uh, enslaved and, you know, in in a very digital and tangible way. Uh, Really freaks me out thinking about it. But um, those are the new digital overlords. And, you know, I mean, Donald Trump said somebody needs to do something about that Amazon. We need to look into that Amazon thing. It's getting a little too big. I don't know. When do you start having the discussions about a breakup? When do you start having antitrust discussions? Um, I thought it was interesting this week. I put this in my pile. Ocasio-Cortez says death panels exist in private health insurance market. I thought this was pretty notable um, because she got into this back and forth with a conservative who said, well, you know, of course, he's uh, saying, you know, having your own choice, being able to put your money where you want leads to better care, more health choices for you. And um, his 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 quirk was that, you know, in a socialist healthcare system, a single pair or something, something of that ilk, you would have death panels, bureaucrats that sit around and figure out where resources should be allocated and how much should be allocated to you. Whereas if you have private money, you can go and pay somebody. Now, I think both of these are kind of intellectually bankrupt because 99% of people don't have 
the private income or the ability to to leverage a company into giving them health care that those people don't want to give them, that don't believe uh, is is necessary. I've already seen that. The cold, hard hand of free market, or I wouldn't call it free market, but at least pu- public <laughs> or private insurance. Um, so most people don't have that kind of uh, choice in front of them. It's like talking about the stock market when you know 85% of people are not affected by the price of the stock market. Some are, but the majority of people in this country are not. And so for the majority of those people, it may inadvertently affect them. It may inadvertently affect their jobs, their livelihoods, but it doesn't directly affect what's in their pocketbook. So she's saying, well, private companies have death panels already. And to think that they don't would be kind of naive, quite frankly. But you know, you, you get back to this, this the the core of this, and that private insurance kind of sucks. Public insurance would surely suck. And the question is, why do we spend three point five trillion dollars on health care, and we have the most depressed, sick <laughs> per capita uh, a population that uh, is not exceeding its life expectancy, but that is only declining? I mean, with all, you know, money seems to be the solution to most people's problems. With all this money, we still have shoddy healthcare. Almost went there. Sorry about that, Ken. Ken was on his, he was on his tiptoes when I went there. (laughs) You know, I just listen to these people going back and forth. I'm like, yep, yep, yep. That sucks. That sucks. That has a death panel. That has a death panel. Really, at the end of the day, I don't know who was swayed by the conversation, but it just kind of, I thought it was an interesting quip about what would be better. I'm thinking what would suck a little less, what would be a little less expensive. <laughs> Who's going to pay for it? I don't know. They haven't balanced the budget in years and the uh, debt ceiling continues to climb. I don't know uh, at what point that's going to matter. It doesn't matter at the moment that much to most Americans, but soon it may. That's the big question. Putin's still saying yet to releasing those Ukrainian sailors. The G20 summit was kind of interesting. You know, all the memes that came out of <laughs> uh, BDS, Ben Salman, you know, the, uh, Khashoggi, the Khashoggi murderer. Let's just go there. Everybody, everybody thinks that he killed this man, except maybe me and Donald Trump. I don't know. When everybody says it's a home run there's no way that he didn't kill them i'm like mm, i don't know sky sounds like he's being set up <laughs> i don't know so much push that it's like there's no way 97 percent of all scientists believe in anthropomorphic death to Khashoggi by mbs um start i start trying to prove the other side just to prove that i'm right anyway we'll see about that Anyway, um, so you have Putin, you know, chucking it up, laughing, high-fiving with them. And, of course, you know, everybody's like, Donald Trump secretly meeting with with with, uh, <laughs> with uh, uh, Putin. And they're, they're planning out the 2020 election already. They're already figuring out how to scam Facebook and take the election and steal it through the – 
uh, through the nefarious means of Facebook and the like, you know, um, we'll see. You know, James Comey, we made it through the 2018 midterm elections. It got pretty ugly, but it's going to get real interesting as we head into 2020. I mean, we're already done with 2019, and then the next year, we'll see, you know, if, if what the new platform will be. Because if the economy stalls, then that, that whole platform for Donald Trump goes bye-bye. I don't know. A lot of people are looking for this altruistic, super nice guy in Donald Trump. And, you know, he is the antithesis to a lot of the libtards, for lack of a better, neoliberals that are running the show at the moment. But you got to talk about Alex Acosta. Yeah. Um, Jeffrey Epstein. Somebody that we have spent a lot of time talking about on this program since before it was cool to talk about Jeffrey Epstein has um, has uh, made its way back to blacklisted news, the headlines. Trump's labor secretary, Alex Acosta, gave a serial pedophile, Jeffrey Epstein, a sweetheart deal that protected all co-conspirators, one of which may have been Donald Trump. Ten years before Alex Costa was nominated as Trump's labor secretary, he served as a federal prosecutor on a case which implicated Donald Trump, Bill Clinton, and a vast network of rich and powerful men in an underage prostitution ring run by billionaire hedge fund manager Jeffrey Epstein. I'll throw it in there. He is the guy who helped found the Clinton Global Initiative. You know, personal friend of Bill. Though Epstein's uh, – Epstein's, though Epstein had – systematically abused 40 minors and would have likely served a life sentence in char and char if charged for all counts acosta opted to let epstein off with a slap on the wrist under the agreement epstein would plead guilty to two counts of prostitution and serve 13 months in a county jail the deal called on non-prosecution agreement also explicitly prevented any co-conspirators from being charged to shut a door shut down an ongoing FBI instiga- uh, investigation of the powerful people implicated. Both Donald Trump and Bill Clinton had been specifically called out as frequent flyers on Epstein's Lolita Express and were named in related suits. Consider the statement Trump made regarding his relationship with Epstein in 2002. Quote, he's a lot of fun to be with. It's even said that he likes beautiful women as much as I do, and many of them are on the younger side. No doubt about it, Jeffrey enjoys his social life, end quote. Trump said in 20, uh, 2002. Um, now, Trump also during the campaign election made mention of the Clintons and Jeffrey Epstein, not by name, but said that Bill Clinton had airplane problems, and he... He had friend problems on an island. Well, we all know that Jeffrey Epstein owns an island. He was allowed to hang out there during most of his uh, probationary period. We'll talk more about that. Seal it in a bow on the other side right here on Blacklisted News. Stay tuned. Extendivite. Made from garlic, cayenne, bilberry, hawthorn, ginkgo biloba, valerian, and milk thistle. Feeds our body with the nutrients we need to keep healthy. Just listen to what Arthur had to say. I was just trying to tell you what a great product you have. I could use this about, oh, maybe three times a week. Uh, Well, I'm not sure how long it's going to last, but I'm 
I had congestive heart failure. And it fixed me up and got me going for the last 10 years. Lately, I've been having heart trouble again, so I placed another order because this was the only thing that ever worked. And I just wanted to let you know that you have a great product. Thank you very much. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. Call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then Common Core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge. And knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. New Yorker Magazine had a piece. Jeffrey Epstein, international money man of mystery. He pals with a passel of Nobel Prize winning scientists, CEOs like Leslie Wexner of the limited socialite Ghislaine Maxwell, even Donald Trump. But it wasn't until he flew Bill Clinton, Kevin Spacey, and Chris Tucker to Africa on his private Boeing 17 or excuse me, 17, 727, that the world began to wonder who he is. Pretty interesting guy. I mean, he had a hedge fund running $15 billion in assets, had no degree. Um, and, you know, that's a guy that's well-connected, a big fixer. And this article ran. Man, it's definitely dated. Uh... But uh, I want to say this is 2002 that this ran long before his run-ins. But uh, very interesting, the sweetheart deal that Alex Acosta uh, gave him shade for this uh, agreement to not – I mean the clientele, the people that 
could have been called to testify. Uh, this would have been probably one of the biggest stories in in print publication, television, media, across the board. Um, but it's not. And um, well, anyway, this may be a thinking of Alex Acosta. It's going to be interesting. The people that don't question this, because I think that anybody that truthfully wants to uh, understand how the system works. Who is actually in charge um, and who's running this show? I think a lot of people would like to believe that it's Donald Trump. And I think most of the people that listen to this podcast ultimately know that Donald Trump is a figurehead. And even if he's a completely independent man, there are many people that pull his strings. There are many skeletons in his closet that may – explain some of the positioning uh, and some of the promises that he keeps and those that he does not keep. He did actually mention it in his uh, debates and um, mentioned Jeffrey Epstein or mentioned that Bill Clinton had uh, been a good friend and he would have problems. Hillary and them have a billionaire. uh, I wish I have to pull the clip. I don't want to paraphrase, but uh, bringing up this. So, yeah, people don't talk about Jeffrey Epstein anymore. And uh, very few knew who he was beforehand. Um, but, you know, how do you get to be that guy? Well, I mean, one one surefire way is to be a pimp to the world's elite. And, you know, it's the pot. It's the it's the you know if you see it quack you see it <laughs> waddle if it's got webbed feet and they're orange and it has a beak it's fluffy and yellow it goes quack 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 might be a duck might just be a duck interesting though I'm glad people are actually talking about this I think that you know what I'm not sure what Trump's connection or if he was ever you know personally recorded. I mean, this would be, uh, I mean, one of the best blackmail operations out there, getting the power elite, videotaping them having sex with minors on an airplane, a private 727. Who knows what kind of weird snuff films may be out there that are controlling some of your powerful politicians. I know, sounds crazy to a lot of you, but, uh, you know, that's just business in, uh, on Capitol Hill. So... There you go, getting a little more light on that dirty stain of history. Guys, I will be back next week for another live edition of Blacklisted Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in, and uh, I look forward to seeing you back here very soon. Bye. This is too good to be true, except this time it is real, 100%, no joke. How about a $25,000 membership to Front Sight Firearms Training Facility as a thank you bonus for a one-time donation to RBN of only $400? It is a Commander Lifetime membership with no yearly fees or dues. The training is free for the rest of your life with over 50 different classes then leave it to your designated beneficiary.
You provide the approved firearm, holster, ammo, eye, and ear protection. Many features and bonuses are included, more than you would ever expect or believe. This is the ultimate graduation present, wedding gift, etc., etc. See the details. Go to RBN's webpage and frontsite.com to make it happen. You will hear this offer only on this radio network. Help keep RBN alive. Tell five. This is RB. 